You're here with Red Beans and Rice. Yeah, that's right. Red Beans and Rice. I'm Red Beans. And this is Rice. Hello. (laughs) Buying a house 101. Oh, man. Buying a house. That is like the stressful, one of the most stressful things to do. Um, My wife and I have been through so many house contracts. You wouldn't even believe (laughs) me. How about you? Um, yeah, a couple just, just looking, um, but yeah, so much, so much paperwork, so many words. Um, yeah. You go to sign a contract and it's like sitting there here, sign here, sign here, sign here. Sign. You know, it's funny because like we should read the whole thing, but nobody ever sits there and literally <laughs> reads where every word, you know, that's why you gotta have a good realtor. Cause yeah. I trust my realtor, like I'll sign. Should I sign? Yep. And yeah. I trust her. Okay. She, do I, she tells me what I need to read, which one of the big things that she always tells me is the disclosures. Yeah. And we, you ever see when uh, buying a house and it says for sale as is. Yeah. 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 And you just don't know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. Could have foundation issues or something huge, you know, septic issues and. Oh, uh, and we had it in our minds that we really wanted to try to get a, one of those foreclosures where we could yeah. you know, get instant equity. And <laughs> yeah, like on TV. <laughs> we thought it was so easy. And then, yeah, then you go and you realize instant equity requires um, a lot of money invested and headaches and all that. Yeah. Um, but even, man, even there's things that you don't even see, maybe you don't know yet that haven't been disclosed yeah. and then you don't find out until you actually get into the process of buying the house, Yeah, which that happened to you, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I got a, um, it was actually a, a townhouse and I'm so glad that I didn't get it now looking back, but, uh, but yeah, it was, um, contracted on it for whatever price. And, um, after we contracted to start the process, they turned around and said, uh, it was $10,000 more than the asking price. And mm. I'm like, well, well no, I don't want it. So they're like, Oh, we could find that finance that actually ten thousand. Yeah, now they can. How nice know. of them. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, yeah. So luckily we backed out. You know, I backed out because I was like, "There's no way." You know, that's kind of bait and switch. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, they didn't say anything about that ahead of time. So the same, almost the same thing happened to us. We actually we got in on a contract of a house and started moving forward with inspections, and then they they call us up and they say, "Hey, turns out there's a fifteen thousand dollar lien from a construction person that flipped the house." They didn't get paid and they put a lien on it. Wow. And they're like, but don't worry. You can just pay the 15,000 and <laughs> go big deal. You're, you're good. <laughs> That's exactly what they said. Like no big deal. And we're like, uh, no, <laughs> we like wow. 15,000. Are you kidding me? And, uh, it was going to be this huge drawn out thing. Cause they were going to go to court and fight it out. And they're like, yeah, you can't do anything with the house until huh. like your options were pay the 15,000 or wait months until this gets settled out. Or we can let you out of the contract. We're like, see ya. Wow. You know, um, yeah, I mean, the, you, you have the disclosures where they disclose what they know is is wrong and they're supposed to. But then sometimes you get into it and there's just things like that that pop up that people didn't know beforehand. You know, you'd like to think, you know, when they say things are done in good faith, you know, like, um, yeah, like uh, this person selling his house, like they seem like a nice family or whatever. Like you just you hope for the best. You hope that they wouldn't pull something or that there's something uh, in the fine print or whatever, but always a catch, man. Yeah. It's a good deal. Oh, we had another one where we contract got approved and you get excited. Like we're buying a yeah. house. It's going to happen. Ooh. And then <laughs> like, 
and pay for an inspection, um, which can be like twelve, fifteen hundred dollars sometimes. Yeah. And then the inspection report comes back and he finds, you know, water damage in the basement. Um, all the windows had to be replaced and it started adding up. Yeah. And we decided, uh, like, we're going to pull out. Um, good thing we did because a couple months later, then there was a report on the news of like this huge drug bust right on that corner <laughs> of that street. And we would have been living right there in this, what turned out to be this uh, huge, you know, cartel (laughs) i don't know um but yeah anyways it makes me think about you know we're always looking spiritually like some people are looking for signs yeah and they just they want everything to be laid out for them easy to see and they know hey this is what god's telling me to do or this is what god's doing and it doesn't always work like that i mean sometimes he he makes things really clear but a lot of times we have to be diligent yeah. and really be abiding in him to know, you know, where he's leading us, what it is he's asking us to do. But we we can easily relate to that in the real, if you want to say the our everyday life where, hey, if you're going to buy a house, of course, you got to do your due diligence. Like yeah. anybody would say you're a fool yeah. if you bought a house and you didn't do your due diligence. Right, right. And you just went into it blind. But then when it comes to our spiritual life, we just kind of want God to just do everything for us or yeah. everything be good. And we don't do our due diligence to really seek after him. Yeah. I mean, it's our responsibility. You know, we have to like read scriptures and research ourselves, you know, and come up with our own answer. Exactly. Yeah. You got to get in the word and see what does God's word say. Um, And so many times and I'm guilty of it, too. I mean, we get excited about something. We just jump into it. Yeah. Yeah, Because emotionally we get like, this is so good. And a lot of times, I mean, it's a good thing. And we think, oh, yeah, God's got to be in this. But if we're honest with ourselves, we don't take the time to like pray about it and really read the word. Um, Patience is hard. And that's that's the challenging thing to where we see something that's good and we just want to jump into it. Yeah. Especially these days too, because everything's fast paced, like the internet, yeah. you, know, you get to order. Everything is fast, you know, right now, next day shipping. Um, you got to so act now. Yeah. Everything's Call fast today. except, except the patience part. You gotta, that's a, uh, that's conditioning. <laughs> it is. It's a, it is. But what is it that Proverbs, uh, 21, five tells us about that? Oh, yeah. Um, it says the plans of the diligent lead surely to an advantage, but everyone who is hasty comes surely to poverty. How true is that? It is true. Everything is who's hasty. You're yeah. just jumping into it. Yeah. yeah. And that leads you to poverty. If you're always just jumping into the next best thing, falling for it, yeah. it's going to come out to bite you. So you got to be diligent and really do your research, draw near to God and see, hey, is this what he's leading for me? Um You know, though, but like we talk about people looking for a sign and a lot of people will even say, you know, I would believe in God if he would just give me a sign or if he would tell me clearly what he wants me to do, then I would know like how to do it. Right. Um, But you see in the Bible, it didn't even work out that way. Look at Adam and Eve. Yeah. Right. God explicitly told Adam, (laughs) do not eat the fruit. What is it? Uh, Genesis 2. Yeah. Verse... um, 16. Oh yeah, they uh the Lord the Lord God commanded the man saying, From any tree of the garden you may eat freely, 
But from the tree of knowledge and good and evil, you should not eat. For in the day that you eat from, you will surely die. I talk about a command. <laughs> there you have it. Like <laughs> black he, and white. He straight up told him, "Do not do this." Yeah. And what did he end up doing? Don't push the red button. You yeah. Push the red button. <laughs> push the red button. <laughs> and you, you know, any, now anytime we're in, in a car or anything, when there's a red button, uh, <laughs> I don't know. That's just a guy thing or what? But <laughs> got to hit the red button. And uh, and God straight up told him. Yeah. And. Yet we sit here today, all these years later, and we're like, well, if God would just tell me exactly yeah. what to do, I would do it. Well, if he told you exactly what not to do, would you yeah. not do yeah. it? Um, and then the other thing is, you know, people want to say, oh, well, I would believe in Jesus if he showed me a sign or um, something miraculous happened or whatnot. But you have even the Jews, when Jesus was walking with them, yeah. Right in the flesh, yeah, and they didn't even realize that he was the Messiah. And I think about the time when he was baptized, and I think you have it there in Mark chapter one, yeah, verses nine through eleven. Yeah, what's that say? In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. Immediately coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens opening and a spirit like dove descending upon him, and a voice came out of the heavens. You are my beloved son. In you, I am well pleased. <laughs> How much clearer can you get? Yeah. You know, the voice of God from the heavens saying, this is my beloved son. Yeah. And thousands of people witnessed that. And some believed. Yeah. But many didn't. And we sit here and think, oh, well, if I just, you know, saw a sign, I would believe. But those people then didn't. And, uh, and that's where we got to do our due diligence. And say, look, if if God is, if I think this is something or God's working here, I need to really look into it and see what does God's word say. Yeah. And it especially just um, grabs my attention when I think about the times that we're in. You know, everyone's, these are some pretty crazy times. And of course, everyone talks about the end of the world and the, the signs the Bible shows there. Um, and we're thinking, we're looking for the obvious thing and we're thinking it's going to be so clear. Oh, like if this were the end, God would surely he'd right. make it crystal clear. <laughs> um, but maybe not, you know, maybe it's only going to be clear to those who are really diligently seeking him. Yeah. Or like, um, it could, it could be completely clear. We're just, like you said, we're not seeing it because we're not, um, we're not asking to see it. Right. You know, truly asking. <laughs> we're not paying attention. Yeah. Or like it's that slow fade kind of thing, like yeah. the uh, frog, the boiling frog theory where you, you put a frog in hot water and he jumps right out. But if things slowly change and heat up over time, you don't notice it as much. I mean, look how much things have changed just in the past year. Yeah. If you think a year ago, I was in Disney World, actually. Right yeah, now. that's right. <laughs> Surrounded <laughs> by people. <laughs> uh, oh, my. Uh and now here we are, and this is just like, I don't know, we, we're not even around people. Imagine yeah. if somebody from two years ago, if somebody came to you and said what the world would be like right now, we would think they were making a story up, oh, like yeah. it's fake or something. I know. And then I would have bought Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go back 10, 10 years. Then. <laughs> just remember your password. If you're going to buy Bitcoin. Oh, is, uh, on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the last one is First uh, John 4, 1. And that really tells us what to do. It says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, 
but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. That tells us whatever it is you're going to get yourself into, whether you're going to do something, take something, go somewhere, whatever, follow after somebody. It says, test the spirit to see if this is of God. And it explicitly tells us because, uh, Many false prophets have gone out into the world. Definitely. So we know there's deceivers out there. Absolutely. Um, are we going to fall for it? Or are we going to be due diligent? And what does it mean even to be diligent? Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's uh, being uh, careful and persistent um, with your work or effort or like a commitment kind of thing. Committed to your... Um, protection i guess so apply that to the word of god be careful yeah and persistent in the study of the word of god yeah there you go that sounds better 